Good evening, Saints fans. What's up, guys? And NFLs around the world, welcome to the Who That Dish podcast, a podcast dedicated to all things New Orleans Saints. As part of Fanside, as always, I'm your host, Tyler Raymond. And I'm also your host, Dayton Brown. Episode 15 is here, and we can finally, 15. finally talk about a Saints winning game. We can finally talk about the Saints winning a regular season game. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who has been supporting us throughout this whole shindig, throughout this entire podcast. Uh, episode 15 is upon us. We're five away from 20, which is going to be a huge milestone. But we're also five yep. away from 10, which was also a huge milestone. So uh, fantastic to everybody who's listening right now, who's listened in the past. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. This is a pretty special podcast because it was the very first win by the Saints so far in the 2017 regular season, and we finally get to talk about it. We'll get to that in just a minute. First of all, Tyler, how are you doing, man? I'm good, and I was just going to uh, mention what you said. Um, it was the first win. It was heck of a Yes. It was a heck of a win. Yes. We have a lot to talk about, folks. Yes. So be let prepared me, uh, for that. I am good. Let me just plug this in real quick before we get to articles of the week, just because it, it has to do with our Twitter page, all the polls that we that we run. Um, yeah. So I ran a poll. Uh, it was, I believe it was on Tuesday was the first day that we ran it. Uh, yeah. Let me find out the, yeah, it was oh, the 19th. I have it right now. It was the 19th. Yeah. So I said, all right, Saints fans, how will New Orleans game in Carolina turn out? Uh, and the options were win by three to seven, win by seven or more, or lose by three to seven, or lose by seven or more. 44% of you voted lose by seven or more. Uh, 16% of you said lose by three to seven. So 60% of you, of, of the Houdat Nation, rightfully so, after the disastrous two weeks, 60% of you guys thought that the Saints were going to lose that game. Uh, we're wrong! Yes, only 15% of people thought that we would be able to win by seven or more points, which we did when we went 21. But uh, isn't that crazy? What did you vote, Tyler? Do you remember what you voted? Um, yeah, I had them losing. So yeah. uh, I, If you refer to last week's uh, podcast, yeah. I had them losing. So. I, I said that they would win by three to seven, but I mean you were wrong me. too. I was technically wrong, but I got we the win part right. Wrong. That's the most important part. I got the win part right, so that that that's the yeah. good part. Yeah, I agree. So shall we move on to articles of the week? Let's do it. Okay, guys. So as always, our first and amazing segment that we always like to feature uh, on this podcast is articles of the week. Basically. What this is, for those who are unaware or live under a rock, is Dayton and I, we give credit to not only ourselves, because we're ready for fans at Who That Dish, but all the other amazing writers uh, throughout the week, what they write. So, Dayton, I give you the floor. Uh, what awesome. do you got for me? Uh, so, most of the articles on WhoDadDish.com right now are just really summarizing the Saints win. So, I'm not really yep. going to point out an individual article just because all of them are great and um, they're all unique they in their own work. way, but they're also all kind of the same in a way that, you know, the topic that they're covering is the same, the Saints win. Uh, I will just point out our own Roy Anderson, uh, our editor for the site. He wrote a piece on Drew Brees' comments about the kneeling and President Trump. Very interesting stuff coming from a guy who. Uh, is the face of a franchise deep in the South, which uh, tends to be... Obviously, if you're listening right now, a lot of you are from New Orleans. Um, so I'm guessing a lot of your um, views may or may not uh, be aligned with uh, what Drew Brees had to said. 
uh, had to say. So uh, just take a look at that. Take in what his words say. He is the face of this franchise. We love Drew, so we, we really got to listen to what he says because he is a fantastic uh, voice in this community. So be sure to check out what, with what he says, whether you agree with it or not. I think it's great stuff. Um, and then the article that I wanted to plug from my own, uh, it's titled Saints Defense Gave Up Least Amount of Points Since 2014. The last time the Saints gave up 13 points or less was back in October 30th of 2014, also against the Panthers. Uh, so I, I, I did a write-up on that just because I found that very interesting. But yeah, so almost three full seasons of the Saints giving up wow. at least um, uh, f- two touchdowns or more in a game. That's, yeah. that, that's crazy to me. And so thank God we got that off our shoulder. Just something you don't really think about because you know it's terrible. And then, But when it actually finally turns around, you know, you're really happy about it. I think that, that's kind of yeah. how. So be sure to check that out on com. Tyler, what do you have for us, man? And the funny part is, though, about um, – I read your article. I agreed 100%. Um, the funny part is, though, that a lot of Saints fans were talking this year, and they think, you know, that this defense doesn't need to be perfect. But they would hope something around maybe like less than 20 points per game yeah. it would be something we'd all enjoy to see a Saints do. Yeah. So who knows? We might be on the right track with that. So as always, guys, like they mentioned, just make sure to check out all the articles on Who That Dish. If you're not living there, you should be. I took your quote, Dan. There you go. But uh, the article I have is uh, titled Welcome Back Saints by Tony Twilly. So basically what Tony went into is that the Saints are back and they uh, – ferociously dominated the Panthers, and they did it in an awesome way. On the road, with Drew Brees and company, they made it happen, and it was amazing. So make sure to check that article out by Tony. As always, I usually don't have an article out. I like to support my cast more than myself. So yeah. with that said, shall we move on? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited okay. for you to get back into writing articles and whatever that is, because I love reading your articles. <laughs> Thanks. It all depends on what's going on. Exactly. Yeah, there's some more important things in life uh, uh, than, you know, this. But Tyler is always uh, hosting the podcast and supporting us, so which is is always fantastic stuff. So um, let's get into the first topic. It's the biggest one. It's the elephant in the room. This time the elephant is on our side. The Saints picked up their first one of the season, defeating the Carolina Panthers 34-13 in Charlotte. Mind you, first win of the season was an away game, so that's great stuff. Um, let's get into some of the stats in the game, uh, because uh, this time around we will actually be able to list list some great defensive stats um, as well. Yeah. I mean, our offense scored 34 points, so obviously th- there's good stats there too. So uh, let's start out on the offense. Drew Brees, this was fantastic. 22 of 29, only seven incompletions. Great stuff. 220, 213 yards, uh, three touchdowns. He was only sacked once. His QBR was 81.3. And his uh uh which is out of 100, so so that's fantastic. Uh, 50 is average, mind you, in mm-hmm. QBR, and he's at 81.3. His quarterback rating was 131.4. Uh, and then so remember last week when I said uh Adrian Peterson and Mark Ingram each should be getting like 10 carries a piece at least in the game. Yeah. Mark Ingram had 14 carries for 56 yards. Adrian Peterson had nine carries for 33 yards. So not bad. That's pretty good. Uh, Alvin Kamara had the lone. Uh, touchdown rush of the day uh, from uh, 25 yards out. Uh, great play if you guys haven't seen it. Go check it out. I saw it. It was awesome. Yeah, he had, he had two carries for 37 yards, and one of them was, was a 25-yard touchdown, so that's great. Ted Ginn Jr. Had, had a rush for 15 yards. Tommy Lee Lewis had a rush for uh, eight yards. Um, our leading receiver, as it should be, was Michael Thomas. Seven catches, 87 yards. He also had a touchdown. 
Tedgen Jr. had a receiving touchdown, two catches, 44 yards. Brennan Coleman had one catch the entire game uh, really for 11 yards. Out. He did, yeah. So And his yeah. one catch was a touchdown, so that was great. Kamara had three receptions. Peterson had two receptions. Mark Ingram had two receptions. Fleener had one catch for 21 yards. He's also stepped up. Tommy Lee Lewis had a few catches. So Drew Brees was spreading the ball around. Uh, no fumbles. No inter- Saints did not have a turnover this game. Great stuff to they see. They haven't had a turnover yet this season. It's crazy. I love it. We're plus three in the uh, turnover uh, ratio yeah. right now because our defense is creating turnovers and our offense yeah. hasn't had one. Yeah. And funny thing, too, before we get to the defense, yeah. I was looking at some stats, you know, as we always like to do. And this is the first time ever in Drew Brees' career he's gone three games without an interception. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I did not know that. I figured it would have been done already in his career, but. Oh, oh that's fantastic. Sweet. That, that's good news. Yeah, being plus three on turnover at any point this season is always good. Our leading tackler, without looking at the stats, who who would you guess was our leading tackler from yesterday, Tyler? I don't, uh, I don't remember. Uh, do you remember? Ken Crawley. He had nine tackles yesterday. Yeah, that's that's, that's awesome. Uh, love because I mean, what he was like inactive for the first couple of weeks, and now he's finally stepping up. Alex Anzalone had seven. Cameron Jordan had seven. Um, Cameron Jordan also had a sack, as did Alex Okafor yep. and Trey Hendrickson. Your boy, um, yep. Kikaha also had a sack. So, so we had four sacks as a team, uh, which is always great. Ken Crawley also had two passes defended. Kenny Vaccaro had two passes defended. He helped out with that interception. P.J. Williams had an interception, as did Marcus Williams, which was just an a incredible highlight reel one. Yeah, yeah, that was just and, a fantastic and. interception. I love that. Um, and then, yeah, Kenny Vaccaro was also the other guy who had an interception, uh, returned it for, for 30 yards. So our uh, defense finally stepped up. Marshawn Lattimore was not in the game as well. That's our, the funniest our best part cornerback. about it, too. Yeah, that's crazy. All but, it took was us to lose our best players to have other players finally step up. Right? right? Isn't that isn't that interesting? That's weird. I Do feel you like just if, if so, uh, like I, I just can't get over. Uh, like when was the last time someone did the research for me? When was the last time the Saints had four sacks, three interceptions, two forced fumbles, and a partridge in a pear tree? Like, Ooh, come on, yeah. like Pro- probably, probably like uh, like two thousand nine when we won the Super Bowl. That's probably yeah. the last time we had. So. I just I can't get over it. Um. Yeah, that was some great stuff. Do you have any more interesting stats, Tyler? Yeah, actually, I do. Let's so do here, it. let me pull them up because I was looking at the stats as you were. Let's take a pair of them. So right now, I will be giving some stats about how the Saints are doing right now as a whole through three, three games. So Drew Brees, our quarterback, our gun, gunslinger, the goat. Bye. <laughs> that's a, a that, goat. That's that a sheep. Yeah. That was really awkward. Okay. Close enough. Um, he's seventy-six for one eleven. Uh, for 867 yards, six touchdowns, zero interceptions, a complete a completion percentage of 68.5. He's averaging just under 290 a game. He's only been sacked three times, and he has a total QBR rating of 109.7. So you guys should follow us on Twitter, and here is why. Because, for example, me, if you follow me, you will be getting some really interesting stats about the Saints. I was doing that today while I was in between classes. So let me pull some up about Drew Brees. Let's see. So here. Drew Brees is pretty much on his way to throw for again, throw for uh, over forty five hundred yards, probably close yeah. to five thousand yards. I think uh, it's like four thousand six hundred yards right yeah, now. Yeah. What what is okay, projected so, to be? Yeah. Yeah, and right now, so for our running backs, we have leading with all carries is Mark Ingram with twenty eight rushing attempts for one hundred twenty five yards. Just behind him is Adrian Pearson with twenty three attempts. With a little bit less, with 77 yards, and they have Alvin Kamara, who I'm surprised hasn't taken more snaps rushing, 
Well, it's it's limited, but 10 attempts for 58 yards and a touchdown. Let's see. For receptions, the Saints have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 players right now with over 100 receiving yards. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. That really shows like, him spreading the ball around. Yeah. I, well, Drew, he, Drew is the GOAT at that. He always makes sure uh, to get everyone included, except for Brandon Cooks. But <laughs> but uh, you remember yeah. that game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brandon Cooks okay, is a little so, crab, baby. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas has 17 receptions, 221 yards, one touchdown. You have Tegan Jr. with 121 yards on nine receptions and a touchdown. Kobe Fleener, the big dude over there, he's at nine receptions, 108 yards, two touchdowns. Good for him. You have other major players like Ingram and Coleman, both having over 100 yards. Coleman has two touchdowns. As for the defense, the Saints right now have a total of seven sacks. As far as that goes, you have... Let's see here. You have Cameron Jordan and Hauli Kikaha with two sacks each. Alex Anzalone, Trey Hendrickson, and Alex Okafor with a sack each. Let me pull up because I just retweeted. So we have mm-hmm. seven sacks as a team throughout the three games, and yep. four of them came yesterday. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and right now, so and the Saints also have three interceptions total. Those three interceptions was from yesterday. Right now, the Saints are tied with the Broncos, Giants, and Bears for the 16th most sacks through three games with seven, and they're tied with five other teams for the eighth most interceptions with three. So right now, the Saints are doing it right. I hope they will pick it up down the road because obviously defense matters, especially when you're trying to win yourself some games. But as far as that goes, that's all the main important uh, statistics as far as now. So That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... so- Last week we were talking about the possibility of Sean Payton getting fired, of you know <laughs> the team being 0-4 into the bye week, Mickey Loomis getting fired for for all the mishaps that they've had. But now it looks like a new Saints team. Like like I don't feel bad of talking complete 180. Yeah, I don't feel bad about talking about Sean Payton being fired or, or whatever that because may it's be. There's a possibility. Well, not only that, but last week and and the, for the first two weeks of the season, it was a despicable display of football that that we yeah. were seeing. Yesterday, though, was a totally different story. This seems like a new team, like with a new attitude, no momentum. So, Tyler, let me ask you this. How yeah. big of a win was this for the Saints and their momentum? Oh, I think it's huge. Looking into this game, a lot of people were really skeptical because, obviously, for one, the Carolina Panthers were 2-0. and But, yeah. unfortunately for the Panthers, they missed a lot of key contributors. Their center, I believe, was out. Uh, uh, Greg Olson, who was on my fantasy team, and uh, Fortune was out, so I didn't get any points there. But it's okay. I'm only 0-3 now, my fantasy team. But um, other than that, I think it was really big. Considering right now, I think for every team, you go into the season, you know, like let's say you're one of those teams that unfortunately doesn't win off the bat. It's sort of, I think it hits you where it hurts, you know. And I think for the Saints, especially considering they have a lot of young players, they have a lot of players that want to make an impact for the team that actually did. During that last game, I think this is really going to improve their momentum. Hopefully, it won't give yeah. them. Hopefully, it won't make them cocky heading into the next game. But I think it went really well too. Considering also you're one game away from your bye week, we could regroup, see what we've done well, see what you haven't done well, and use that for the long stretch ahead of you. But they have a really, I wouldn't say easy opponent, but they have a really winnable game on uh, next week with the. Help me out here. Who Miami is Dolphins, yeah. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins yeah. in London. So, yeah. I, and they just lost to the Jets. So I think yep. it's going to be huge for us right now. Like, it couldn't have happened any better. 
Right. Considering what we expected and what we needed. So, yeah, yeah. You? The biggest part about the win for me is obviously getting that one win out of the way. Uh, it was obviously yeah. big to beat a division foe because that goes into play when the, when the playoffs start coming around for the yeah, tiebreakers and whatnot. So, we need a good division record. Um, and it's also great for the, the simple fact that the Panthers were 2-0, and despite how... Yeah. I mean, they looked mediocre in the first two games they played, but they were still 2-0. They still beat two NFL teams. The fact that we yes. were able to come in there and dominate them like that, it was great. Yeah. Looks like it was a one side If we are able to uh, win in um, London and dominate, we, we don't even have to dominate this much, but if we're able to win easily, uh, this yeah. team is in more than fantastic shape. We go into a bye week, like you said, and then we have a, a fairly easy schedule for the rest of the way. Uh, we have, obviously two games against the Falcons and two games against the Buccaneers who are looking pretty good this year. Falcons are still undefeated. Uh, we have to play the Packers um, we, we, and, and they're going to be a pretty good team. We still have to play the Lions as well. The Redskins who beat the Raiders and, too. And, yeah, the Redskins who, who dominate. So we still have some good teams to play, but uh, we also play the Jets and the Bears. Uh, so, so we have some Bills. easier teams to play. We play, yeah, the Bills and then we also play the Panthers again who, again, don't, don't know how good they're actually going to be. But, um, yeah, so if, if we're if we are two and two in the bye week, this is a brand new season for the team. Yeah. Uh, and also for two and two in the bye week, uh, and both Carolina and Tampa Bay lose next week as well. So if we win and Carolina and Tampa Bay lose next week, we will be the second team in the NFC South. Awesome. Which which is great. Which for for us being a five hundred team. I mean, that's just fantastic stuff. So, really, the team we're going to have to worry about the most, if it, if this trend continues, the team we're going to have to worry about the most is going to be the Falcons because, again, the Panthers look yeah. shaky, Buccaneers looking shaky. It's still early, though. We have to keep that in mind. Uh, but the momentum is, uh, you know, it's undoubtedly going to be fantastic for the team going in. Anytime yeah. you win, especially like that, by, by three touchdowns, that was really impressive against a, again, a division rival on the road, Cam Newton, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't that, say that. That's, that's just my opinion. But. Um, I talent wise, I think that he's one of the best for sure. But oh yeah, I, yeah. But arm wise, uh, right, like accuracy right. wise, accuracy and uh, some of the decisions he makes, uh, it's going to be interesting. Festival. Yeah, and and it's been like that for the this season as well as last season after he won the MVP. <laughs> um, no. so and then I'll just ask you this quick question: Was it more of a Saints win or was it more of a Panthers loss? <laughs> I. Okay, so I'm going to say a little bit of both, and here's why. Yeah. Considering the Saints usually do not have four sacks in a game, three interceptions when players are actually reading routes and yeah. crossing those routes to get those interceptions, I'd say it's more of a Saints win for those reasons because yeah. the offense produ- produced like always. We always expect the offense to do good, but with the Saints, it's always the defense. So they yeah. did well. It's more of a Saints win. But with the loss, though, they didn't have Greg Olsen. Olsen has been right. known to torch our defense the history it's in the history books yeah. folks just look yeah. it up and it's not pretty and they were missing their pro bowl i believe pro bowl center yeah and obviously that made a big difference I yeah believe. yeah matt Khalil was was out yeah so you, i see it's a bit of both yeah yeah you brought up the 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 point that you brought up was perfect the, the Saints making plays on the ball. That's how we got the interceptions. Yeah. That's how we got the sacks. Um, so, yeah, I, I give more credit to our team winning than, than the Panthers actually messing up so much and losing that game. It's, yeah, it's the Panthers. You don't know what you're going to expect from them every yeah. season. Given a few years ago, they were the team that made it all the way to the Super Bowl and lost. Yeah. But at the same time, they were they were a team a couple years ago that fell flat on their 
on their face and yeah. didn't even make it to 500. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely up and down team uh, for the Panthers, but definitely have to give credit to our team making plays on the ball, uh, the play calling. Can't believe we haven't talked about the play. the play calling on offense was stupendous. It was fantastic. That's one of the reasons Drew Brees only had seven incompletions out, out of 29 attempts. Oh. He, he was just m- making great plays because they were there. And, uh, you know, we get Willie Sneed back next week as as well. That's going to help us in London, tremendously. Which is going to help us. Not to, uh, mention, not to mention, though, we're going to have Marshawn Lattimore back. Yes, we, I think Sterling Ward's going to be out for a while. But we're going to have Marshawn Lattimore, possibly Toronto Armstead. He's, I know he is flying to uh, London. I saw that on his Instagram, I believe. He is flying to London, either his Instagram or Snapchat. But he's flying to London. We could get Zach Streif back maybe next week. We don't know. Yeah. But we will have what we need. So that will help us tremendously. The interesting so. thing about that, before I ask you the the, the last question. Uh, yeah. We re-signed John Kuhn. We, we like cut John Kuhn yesterday, it. and we just re-signed him. Same with uh, Kendall Langford. And then yeah. today we cut Bryce Harris, one of our and offensive tackles. And we waved tackles, Arthur Mollett. And we waved Arthur Mollett. So that gets me thinking that. Marshawn Lattimore is going to be back next week. And, I think he, yeah, he was in concussion protocol, I believe. And I think, yeah, like you said, either Toronto Armstead or Zach. I, my money would be on That'd Zach be Streif. Nice. I have a feeling Armstead won't be back until after the bye week. That's just me. Now, I could be wrong. I heard, too, though, that I, that the Saints moved Ramchak over to right tackle. And apparently, he did really well. Now, for those who are not aware, unfortunately, I wasn't able to see the game. I only saw the highlights. But Dayton here... The lucky little dude over there, he got to see the game. So, but I wonder, that'd be really interesting. A lot of people were speculating if we get Toronto Armstead back, as well as Zach Streif, you know, before the bye, maybe after the bye, maybe we could use uh, Ramchek as a swing tackle and just roll with everybody. Hopefully it went really well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Yeah, because Ramchek can play guard and tackle. Um, same with uh, Senio Calamente, even though, like, Ramchek naturally is a tackle, Calamente is naturally a guard. But we can yeah. move them around, you know. So, um, final question pertaining to the fantastic one we had in Charlotte. Uh, who impressed you the most? Mm-hmm. And overall question, can the Saints keep this up? I mean, obviously we want to see them do it, but can they? Okay, so who impressed me the most? I've got to say Marcus Williams. Because of that interception, uh, a lot of people said yeah. uh, they commend him for his athletic ability. You had So basically, I'll give you the rundown here, folks. What happened was... Uh, Cam Newton threw a pass, and it was, I believe, tipped by Kenny Vaccaro. It was swirling in the air. And then you have Marcus Williams extend out with his, I believe it was his right hand? No, yeah, right hand. Right hand, and it, basically, it was within inches of touching the ground. If you saw the Super Bowl play uh, with the Patriots, how they caught that mm-hmm. near impossible catch, it was yeah. like that for the Good Saints. Comparison. So, yeah. how are you a miracle that never really happens? And it was incredible. He had really good patience, everything. It was perfect. It was like icing on the cake. And yeah. it was it was awesome. It, and it so was. that was him. And uh, you said, what was the second part of the question? Uh, can they keep this up? Oh, see, that's tough, though, because, oh, man, I don't know. Uh, it, it depends. Week to week. Yeah. Uh, that'll be my answer. Week yeah. to week. Yeah. And, again, it depends on how poor was this Carolina offense, like, are, are yeah. we, I don't think we're going to run into an offense that was more dysfunctional than what it was on Sunday. So that's going to yeah. be something interesting to look out for. As far as who impressed me the most, uh, you mentioned him. Kenny Vaccaro impressed me the most. He went from being benched last week to having an <laughs> yep. interception and a pass deflection that led to an interception, and he was all over the place. Uh, he, he yeah. had 
He had, uh, I believe he had six tackles for the game total, which is great. He's a, he's a safety who can lay down the hammer and, uh, and be yeah. a ball hawk as well. Um, Italian so, Stallion. Yeah, and there, there's a reason we drafted him 15th overall a few years back. He's going to be our Swiss Army knife, Army knife on defense. Uh, and I'm yeah. looking forward to he's him playing some more. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was able to step up his game, after, like I said, after being benched a week ago. So uh, all, all great stuff. So, again, Saints won 34-13 in Charlotte against the Panthers. Right after these messages, Tyler and I are going to be talking about the Saints game in London against the one-and-one Dolphins. Uh, and yeah, so we'll be right back with that. And we are back, guys. Uh, sorry for the delay. Did you miss us? I missed us. So we are here to talk about the Saints versus the Miami Dolphins in England. So, guys, the Saints are one and two. Uh, how do you? Oh, bless me, two. sorry. Uh, it's all right, man. Bless you too. So, um, the Saints are one and two now, heading into London, somewhere uh, where they're always very popular. They always seem to draw an attention, uh, a big crowd there against the Dolphins, who are shaky right now. And we want to know uh, how good is uh, how good of a team are the Dolphins and what should the Saints expect? What do you think will happen, Dayton, when the Saints play the uh, Dolphins next week? So the Dolphins are an interesting team. Obviously, they missed out on the first week of the season, as did the Buccaneers, due to the, uh, the uh, Hurricane Irma. Uh, so it, it was just a, they rescheduled the game to Week 11. So we didn't get to see the Dolphins play Week 1. Yeah. So we only have game tape on um, two, two, two of the games. So they're 1-1. One and one. They had a win against the Chargers in Week 2, but then they just lost to the Jets, who a lot of people thought – Possibly they were going to go. The Jets were going to go zero and sixteen this season. So that can speak whatever that wants to speak to you. <laughs> uh, they didn't look that impressive against the Jets. However, their offense looked like a very well-oiled machine uh, against the Chargers. So this is again a team we don't know what we're going to get. We, we, we don't know what we're going to expect uh, going yeah. into London. Um, both teams, it seems like, are traveling now. So any type of you know like time delay, jet lag. None of those excuses work in this game. Teams have played in London before, so there's no excuse. It's the the, the point of playing in London isn't to, uh, you know, people shouldn't think that the players have any sort of disadvantage playing overseas. Uh, it's great for the NFL. It's it's good image. It's great for the people of uh, the UK to go to an NFL game or at least say that uh, there was an NFL game, uh, you know, in the, in their town in their country. Uh, because, you know, it's obviously a worldwide pretty huge thing. So uh, none of those excuses will fly. So this is really going to be, you know, just two teams going at it, both at disadvantage. Technically, the Saints are an away team, but they're both on the road. Um, so I can't really put – I mean, if I had an extra game of tape to look over for the Dolphins, I, I, I probably would gauge more of an opinion on, on how they are. Um, but, the, you know, their, their defense is nice. They've been getting a lot of pressure this week. Uh, or, you know, this season. Even against the Jets, they got some pressure, but uh, the Jets were able to foil that. There, it, it all lies, their problems lie in the secondary. Uh, I think that their front seven is great with Sue and Kiko Alonso yep, I, leading that. And Wake, don't forget And Wake. Cameron He's Wake, of course, Cameron Wake. But their <laughs> secondary is not 
good. I mean, it, it that's that's what's going to be their Achilles heel this season. So that's great news for Drew Brees. Um, yeah. The Saints, as far as how they match up defensively against the Dolphins' offense, really the only weapons you need to be concerned with Miami, when they run the ball, it's going to be Jay Ajayi. Uh, Jay Cutler is going to try to get the ball to Laquan Treadwell and the former state Kenny Stills. Both of those guys are, or sorry, did I say La- Laquan Treadwell? Sorry, I meant uh, Devonte Parker. Sorry about that. But both of I'm those guys. Like, wait, Laquan. Uh, yeah, he's Laquan on the, he's on the Vikings, to Miami. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, I meant Devonte Parker. Um, it's all good. But both of those guys are more vertical threats than anything, so we really need to pay attention to down the field. Uh, what do you think about it, Tyler? What what comes to your mind so, when you think of Saints Dolphins? So, obviously, they don't have Ryan Tannehill anymore. I mean, they do, but he's hurt. So, and they have Jay Cutler. So, the thing is, he's Jay Cutler. You don't know what you're yeah. going to expect with Jay Cutler. He's either going to be the quarterback to throw four interceptions in a game like any other bad quarterback would, or he's going to eat up your defense. And when I see Jay Cutler, I just think, oh, great. This is going to be the defense that's going to allow Jay Cutler to throw for 300, eclipsing almost 400 yards and four or five touchdowns. And the thing is, after I saw last week, I know obviously Carolina isn't Miami, so obviously there's going to be a bit of uh, differences there. But if the Saints, uh, you and I were talking about this, if the Saints can apply at least 80% of what they did in that game, I'm saying maybe two or three sacks per game and an interception or two, maybe just one. I think you give Drew Brees enough opportunities because you figure you sack, you sack the quarterback a few times, ruffle him off a bit, get him off a tempo, anything like that, uh, create, uh, uh, force the opposing team to punt, give a turnover so Drew Brees gets another opportunity. I think yeah. just by doing it enough, because Drew Brees is used to not having a defense. He's used to playing from behind yeah. or constantly having to put up points. I think if you change the dynamic and give him something not a lot it doesn't have to be a lot this is the same defense we're talking about here we right. still don't know how good they're going to be they need to show consistency but i think if you give him something that'll be interesting to see but i don't know what to expect yeah. to be honest with you like they're the defense uh, miami's defense has holes but at the same time it's still very good their offense is exploitable Against the Jets, for example, let me pull up right now, I had J.H.I. as one of my starting running backs, and unfortunately, he didn't get me very many points. I ended up losing, wow. so thank you, J.H.I. He Come only on, had 16 man. yards. Wow. And he only gave me four and a half points. So, wow. That's yeah. sad. Yeah, That's it's awful. very, very uh, pathetic. Jeez. And, but, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know what to expect from him. Like, I yeah. feel like... I will say this, though. I know the Saints defense has been very good at holding the run. It's just a matter of holding the pass. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it will be. What's um, your take? Before we get into score predictions, um, I just want to ask. Obvi- this is an, kind of an obvious answer we're going to get, but yeah. give, give me some of the details about it. How big of a win will this be for the Saints? Like, how important is it being two and two instead of one and three going into the bye week? How how big of a victory would this be for New Orleans? Um, so you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a metaphor that would perfectly describe the situation. This is like having uh, this is like having cake on your birthday, or not having cake on your birthday. E- either you're okay. going without cake, or or you're getting a sweet tooth. This is all the marbles for the Saints right here because. It's it's a huge momentum shift. If you go one and three, I, I feel like the team's going to be a little upset. They won't be as as driven as 
I can't think of a great word to describe it, but they won't be as passionate about what they're doing. I think right now, on the defense at least, I think this is all based on the defense, uh, is what's going to lead this team going. Drew Brees will give you so many games, but I think it's going to be the defense to finish up and really set them over the edge. So you have the leaders in Kenny Vaccaro, Cameron Jordan. I was reading quotes about them being like, yeah, that's my defense. They're passionate right now. They just won the first game of the season. The defense put up, I won't say historic, but like once in a blue moon type of game. And I feel like if they don't produce enough for this next game and and the Saints manage to fall flat, I I think it ruins everything because you go into that bye week trying to fix everything instead of wondering, okay, who do we have to play next? I think this is a team that if they get everything on track, they could probably get a hot streak going. It's not, right. uh, I wrote this on Twitter earlier, it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. The Saints, last week, were 0-2, and, and they just won, you know? And I just right. think it's really hard to uh, explain, but I think this is everything for them. It might not look like it on paper, but I will say this. Teams that want to make the playoffs, uh, it, it looks a heck of a lot better going 2-2 two and two, uh, versus 1-3 and three if you're trying to make the postseason. So, it's, yeah, it's really important. Um, for me... I, I thought the uh, metaphor that you used was, was nice. Uh, I, I I disagree slightly. Um, if okay. I had to, if I had to use the metaphor, two and two would be like getting chocolate cake at your birthday. Ooh. One and three is like having a fruit cake at your birthday. Like oh yeah, it's no, something. Like, it's oh, it, you can work awful. with it. It's something you don't like it, but yeah, there's still hope. Like you can work with it. Sure, that's fine. Two and, and two. Maybe I could just eat like the frosting off of it. Exactly. Somewhat yeah, you, uh, you can do something with it, you know. Um, but two and two again is also important due to the fact that the NFC South, um, you know, again, if the Panthers exactly. lose and the Buccaneers lose, whether or not the Falcons win or lose, that doesn't matter. We're going to be the second team in that division going into our bye week. That's really important. Uh, two and two also means that this is, like I said, that the first quarter of the season pretty much zero zero. Like this is a start of a brand new season after the bye week. That's that's how important this is, and also we have a much easier schedule, like I've been saying. Um, yeah, after we come back from the bye, compared to the first four games of here, so uh, yeah. we we grueled it out in Carolina to get that one win. Super important after going zero and two. Honestly, I think that we are a better team than Minnesota, uh, even though that they were pretty impressive uh, yesterday. So, uh, but I still think that we were the better team all around. Um, so yeah, two and two, chocolate cake, one and three, fruit cake. <laughs> Take it yeah. how you want it. Um, score prediction before we sign off. You got a score prediction um, for the game? I would say – okay, here's my prediction. I'm going to say the defense uh, – I'm going to say in a perfect world, the defense proves is just enough to get the job done. It's not going to be nearly as impressive as last week. I'm going to say the offensive line for Miami is probably going to be a little bit tougher than they were for Carolina. I'm going to say that uh, two sacks, zero interceptions, maybe one interception. The Saints win – 30 to 24. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I think that we'll get a couple sacks on Jay Cutler. I think I think we'll pressure it. Pressure, um, yeah, like, like I said, pressure the entire team, really. I think that we'll get to Jay Ajayi as well. Kind of force them to think of some other exotic place to, to, get the, to get the ball off. Um, but I still think that they'll, they'll, they'll score some points on us. I do think that they have a fairly talented receiving core with some speed. I do think that their offensive line is mediocre at best, so that that's why I have so much confidence in our defensive line. But you never know what will happen. Uh, and, again, their secondary is not that good. I think Drew Brees will tear them up, but he's going to have to look more down the field than um, you know in between the linebackers and whatnot, which, which could prove yeah. difficult. 
I have the Saints winning 27 to 17. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean that that's really, I mean, I think our defense will hold its own again. Hopefully, we don't give up 17. Hopefully, we give up less than 17. Uh, but as long as it's less than 20, Drew Brees is nice. going to be able to to lead us to the game because I, I even forgot to mention this when I was looking through all the stats of the Saints defense. Um, sometimes we would sacrifice like 30 something points or like 25 or more points, but we would still score at least three or four times in the game. So that means the offense is always doing its job. The defense isn't in case like that. Those are just stats to back that up. Uh, so we know our offense is more likely than not going to get the job done. It all depends on if the defense is on their own. And I do think that they can against the dolphins, especially after what happened last week when they lost, they didn't even score a touchdown against the jets. So, yeah. Take Absolutely. So, uh, but that's all the time we have today for you guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. Tyler's going to bring us into the sign-off. <laughs> before Thank you so much. I love me. doing the closing sign-off. So, everybody, make sure to follow us on Twitter. First off, as Dayton will say in a little bit, I'm not going to say because it's his thing, but um, Twitter is amazing. We're amazing. You should check us out there. So, uh, also, too, first off, most importantly, make sure to check us out on our official podcast account, The WDD Podcast. Uh, because we are uh, being interactive as we possibly can be, running polls, uh, replying to fans. It is amazing, so check us out there. You can follow Dayton Brown over there. He's on the other side of the mic. You can follow him at Dayton underscore Brown underscore, and you can follow me at Raymond Tyler M. So just make sure to check those out, and make sure to check out Who That Dish, too. They're all awesome. Yes, yeah, especially... uh... Who that dish? That's obviously the site that we operate from. Obviously, yep. fan cited as account. well. Uh, so yeah, be sure to check those out, guys. Again, thank you so much. Fifteen episodes in the book, uh, and it's kind of flown by. It's it's been I can't believe like it's been you know over three months since we started this, but it feels like yep. we just started this you know a few weeks ago. Uh, so it's I got great. one more thing. One more thing. Go ahead. Yeah. You didn't mention it. If you're not living on Twitter, you should yes. be. Or if you're not living on Dish, you should be. If you're so, not living on com, you should and be. And Twitter. And Twitter. Yeah, I always go on Twitter. Um, but, oh, yeah, okay. super excited for um, super excited for uh, next week uh, in London. It's going to be fantastic to see the Saints play overseas. I think that's only happened once before when we've played in London in a regular season game. I could be wrong on that. It could be the very first time we're playing. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be great to see. Be sure to be watching. We'll be we'll be talking about it next week. Uh, we yep. also might have a guest on next week. If not, we will for sure have one um, during the bye week or technically, like, after the bye week. But, you know, in between the bye week and, and, and game number five for the Saints. So, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to thank follow you. us on all the platforms, like us on Facebook, whatever it may be, and subscribe down below if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio. So, again, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys soon.